and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie Podcast. I'm April Atmansky, and I'm here today with... Justin DeClue! Woof! And Colin Cunningham. Does somebody, do we have a dog in here? I used to be a man, but now I'm a dog. The dog doesn't even bark in the movie. You know, it's so funny uh, that you're doing that voice right now is all throughout this movie. I kept thinking it was you. It sounded like you. What, the guy doing the voice of the dog? Yeah, we're like, ah, oh, it sounds like I Justin. It was more like was a Jim Carrey-ish, like somebody it, stop me. I could, I could totally see you like doing this voice. It did I was just sound making like you, Justin. Yeah, it was kind of just making me laugh. Oh well, I'm glad movie. to be have been part of Love on a Leash. Yeah, so Love on a Leash is the movie that we're doing today. I believe it. The date on IMDb is 2011. Um, Who it, really knows? It was filmed like five years before that, so... Uh, and then lost in a time vortex only to <laughs> yeah. come out and completed somehow. Well, completed a strong word there. I think it only came out, like, came out Escaped. recently. Yeah, on uh, on Amazon. From and the became, Disney vault. Uh, available to the public. Um, so, love on Alicia. Why did you Why did you choose this movie, April? Uh, well, we've it's been on my radar for a while. <laughs> I have been wanting to watch it for a while. We've had some requests um, from listeners and patrons, and uh, I knew it was available. And we were talking about that Rover Dangerfield last week, and talking about dog <laughs> movies. I and I was just like, dog movies. Yeah, we still haven't done Love on a Leash. But I wanted to watch a different movie this week. Uh, and I gave you guys a choice between that and this. And you chose this one. And I'm not sure we made the right choice. Oh, I think we made we, the right choice. <laughs> yeah, we did. I don't remember the last time I laughed watching a movie as much as I did watching Love on the Leash. Being like, April, what is yeah. going on? <laughs> It is so yeah. confusing. Uh, April was really upset last night after watching really this upset. movie. I was just befuddled, and <laughs> I didn't really enjoy watching this. Although really? we did, lo- we did laugh. Uh, in in uh, a retrospect, yeah, she was pacing around. That she's like, "Oh my god!" But that that wasn't even. We can't even talk about this movie. There's nothing to talk. <laughs> I about. I wanted to watch the Tyler Perry movie, but you know what? Maybe next time I get to pick. But you know, yeah. Upon retrospect and thinking about it, and learn and learning more about the the crazy behind the scenes story. Mm-hmm. I actually appreciate this movie a lot more for what it is, which is a terrible, terrible movie, but it's very (laughs) odd and bizarre. And now I have some answers to why it is so bizarre. Um, But let's get right into it. The big, the big problem with this movie, with the version that is available to watch, is that there's no music. Uh, I think that's an artistic choice, April. It's it's not. (laughs) That makes it really difficult to watch because you feel like you're watching like a snuff film. Yeah, it's like a horror. (laughs) It's like a horror film. When the movie starts over a bunch of shots of the playground, the dog running around, you're like, is my sound off? What's going on? It's like an Andy Kaufman-esque bit that like everybody goes up to the TV and they hit it because they think something's wrong. We did. We we turned it off. We rewound it and like, are you sure? <laughs> like, there's no track. Yeah, and it's just, and it's just, it makes it bizarre, and it doesn't make it. It makes the process of watching the movie much, much worse. And yeah. I feel like if it had the score, whatever that was, this could be like, you know, on the level of something like the room or something. Oh, like I think that, the but. lack of audio makes it so much better. <laughs> yeah, the lack I of, would of say. Music. Yeah, I, I, I would it. say watch, you know, not that you're ever going to find a, a version with audio, but you know, with don't sound. watch it with, the well, music. with so music, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but I actually, I looked it up online, like, just to make sure it wasn't, like, an issue, like, you know, we weren't watching, like, the wrong version or something, but somebody said they purchased a DVD, uh, I think, from the, the filmmaker's website, and it did have a music track. Oh, so really? Reason, yeah, yes. so the reason, why, uh, I have the insider info, the reason why the version on Amazon 
and Tubi and the one that's on YouTube is because when they made the movie, um, the director didn't get contracts for anybody for anything. Didn't nobody signed anything. And uh, you know how Amazon is very litigious when it comes to music. Oh. So there was a composer on this. Their name is in the credits, but they didn't. <laughs> I thought they he just didn't composed get all the songs the dog sings. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get. They didn't get releases or any kind of legal documents or anything. So she had to pull the music out before. Oh. Was posted to Amazon. Wow, Prime! It's so disturbing watching it without music. I think it's it's much better without music, especially because it highlights um, the dogs like uh, jokes, where it's just in a vacuum. I thought it was like Tim Rice that did the lyrics for the dogs. Uh, for the dog Let songs. me just give a quick description of this movie. It is a movie that uh, is on the budget level of like um, Birdemic or. Uh, uh, What's that movie that I love about the two gay characters? Oh, uh, Ben and Arthur. Uh, ben and Arthur. Were you shocked at the end when during the bloops there was someone with a clapperboard? Yes. 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 <laughs> Those weren't even bloopers. Um, anyway, so it's about, uh, it's a, well, I guess it's supposed to be like a romantic comedy about a girl who falls in love with her dog, but the dog is a, a human that has been cursed to be in a body is of a dog. Is he a human that's cursed to be uh, a dog or is it just a dog he- that wants to be a human? No, no, no they it's, say he was cursed. Oh, yeah, do they? He, was, he was cursed. He says it's like one's glossed over in one line. Oh. But is he a What did he do for his sins to be cursed to be a dog? He I says, believe he's reincarnated as a dog. No, he said uh he was cursed because he was cheating around or he something. He was a bad husband. Something like that. So he I don't abandoned know. a wife and child or something like that. <laughs> something like that. So he meets this woman and uh, he falls in love with her and he becomes well, a human Why are you at racing night. through this? I have so many notes. No, April, I, I want to be I, the Colin now and be like. I just, no, I just need to give people the basics of this movie. Because As I'm we go talk about some shot by shot stuff. and this uh, podcast runs for like seven hours. Yeah, so it's about a woman who falls in love with a dog who is a dog at during the day and a human at night. Um, I think you skipped the most important part, which is he is uh, a working on a stand-up act, which he says to no one in particular except for us, the viewer, and yeah, it needs some work. Well, he talks to he talks to the audience, um, <laughs> yes, because probably to fill those awful silences. So this movie <laughs> is the brainchild of what's the director's name? Uh, Fen Tian. Fen Tian. So she is from China. She came from China to Los Angeles, or California, to make this movie. She got funding from a church in China um, because it had supposedly good morals in it um, about marriage and love, I well, suppose. There, so that's a, how she got funding. There's one shot of the girl praying to God that she finds uh, a man. Yeah. Um, and uh, the reason this movie is so bizarre was because English was her second language, and it, it's kind of like a Troll 2 scenario. She was writing the script in Chinese and then got it translated. It was and Google so, Translate. Well, it might have been before Google Translate existed. That's what the actor uh, that, that's said. What he said it was Google Translate before it tra- Google Translate oh, existed. Okay. Um, and the reason I know all this behind-the-scenes stuff is that I watched the video uh, interview with the guy who does the voice of the dog, um, whose name is, uh, in the movie, it's Alvin Flang. <laughs> uh, Steve, Steven Kramer Glickman is his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was brought in to do the voice of the dog, like, af- basically after the movie was done. Oh, but he so. didn't even see a frame of the film. He thought the movie was going to be animated. Well, yeah, like, so that was the, that was the first time he did the voiceover. 
Um, they just did it all like in the office of like I think the comedy club he worked at, and he, and he was like a semi-successful. He worked at the comedy store, so that's a that's a big. Wasn't um, he Shrek place. as well? No, he 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 auditioned to, to be Shrek on oh, Broadway. Okay, okay. And he, didn't get <laughs> he was not it, good yeah. enough to be Shrek. You gotta yeah, be so the he, cream he, of the crop. To I be mean, that. on the on the stage, the stage. No, I know that's cream of the crop right up there on stage. Well, uh, we should say that Ralph the movie maker did the interview and. Well, uh, yeah, that's the only reason I I. Quite possibly the only reason anyone knows about this movie. I think he discovered it, you know, when it was floating on the Amazon seas <laughs> and kind of brought it to everyone's attention and then convinced all his followers to give it a 10 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. So that's why the rating on IMDb is It's like so 9.1. And I heard somewhere that he got kicked off IMDb for doing that. I don't know if that's yeah. true. That's yeah, they showed up at his yeah, house and they're like, we've been hearing what you've been saying. <laughs> Took him out. How dare you say Love on a Leash was good. Yeah, it's, it's um, cool. Clearly bad. There's no music. It's a stylistic choice. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. So the, the guy who does the voice of the dog uh, did the voice without seeing the movie at all. And then when the movie was done, like, I think it might have even been years later, um, they were like, you have to come in and save the movie. We need you. So he did it for free. And he watched the movie and basically like Mystery Science Theater, like playbacked. And did the voice <laughs> and added I all these jokes. I was going to make that joke, and that's clearly what's happening in this movie. So he yeah. did it. He did it live while watching the movie, like just riffing. Yeah, no, I think that he I was just that jazzing he, that he it. Like, He's like, like he did hey, lines. don't touch me. I'm not gay. No, that was in the script. Oh, okay. the I'm not gay version. Yeah, no. So everything from the beginning of the movie was like apparently more in the script, and she was like sitting over his shoulder saying, "No, say it like this." She was, say she it was like giving. This. He, he, apparently he, he was saying like he would deliver it naturally and she would always give him line readings mm. uh, and her it, like do it exactly as I'm saying and because English wasn't her first language uh, he ended up just saying you know having all these like weird intonations the dog and is constantly talking about like Prozac and doggy Prozac like. yeah <laughs> yeah so it's hard to tell like what because he did improv lines yeah. as well but it's hard to tell like what is improv and what was in the script or what he's just saying it sarcastically and she didn't notice because mm-hmm. um, he's clearly making fun of the movie yeah. as the movie is happening <laughs> and I gotta say that made this movie a lot more enjoyable having this dog commenting on like yeah just don't use it to buy a green dress and it's like the dog <laughs> and so April you're rushing <laughs> through this movie it. we need to set yeah, people yeah, up anyway, okay, let's go back let's go and back then the credits run the, and it's the, over you've been listening to no such thing it's a bad movie <laughs> Yeah, let's go. Let's take it all the way back to the beginning, to the duck pond. This is the first time, you know, you realize there's no music track. Something's wrong with my stereo. I hope you like ducks. I uh, hope you like this duck pond because <laughs> holy smokes. And you hear the voice of the dog just ring out like a void, like in a void. And he's like, where's everybody? Where's the ladies at? No girls, no fun, man. Just like back to back to back. Just these like empty yeah. lines with no context. And you have no context. This dog is strangely horny for human <laughs> women. Is so horny for human you women. Know what? Everyone in this movie is horny. You don't know why, but this dog wants a woman really bad. And you're thinking, okay, like he's talking about lady dogs. He's no, he's talking about human women. Yes. Well, I guess because he's he's a human cursed to be in a dog. We don't body. know this. We Until he comes this. to a magic glowing pond and he starts yelling at it. He's like, you laughing at me, pond? I can't stand you. Yeah, he starts talking to this pond and the pond says, okay, find a woman and I'll make you a human. Now the pond has this like um, 
Final Cut Pro like spark. No, no, it's like a video. <laughs> it's almost like a confetti kind of like, effect. Like yeah. effect over it. You know when you used to send like a jib jab card to someone, yeah, and it would be like, like, like that I used level to. Of, like, my my <laughs> aunts, my aunts, and I'm not even joking. April can attest to this. My aunts still send jib jabs. How is that website still? I don't. like, listen, call it. Have you seen this? A frog in a blender. They, they <laughs> are so horrifying. So like every St. Patrick's Day and every birthday. <laughs> and every Christmas I get a jib jab with my aunt's heads I, from from Icebox Animation. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw one where she put your heads in it. She'll put she'll put my head. So I just have the. Uh, it's just absolutely horrifying. Uh, sounds like a nightmare, now, just like the movie that we're watching. I read on IMDb. Speaking of this pond, and I don't know if this is true, and I don't see how this can possibly be true, but that. <laughs> Helen Hunt turned down the role. <laughs> that feels like a fake. Uh, turned down the role of the pond because she was too busy. That can't be true. Well, okay. The director, uh, Fentian, was one of the aunties in Joy Luck Club. Was Helen Hunt in Joy Luck Club or something? No. Okay. I've seen Joy Luck Club. She's not in it. Okay. Then never mind. <laughs> so, yeah. So, this pond tells the dog, you need to find a woman who wants to have sex with you. Otherwise, you'll never turn into a human being. Yeah. Did you say that or did she say fall in love? Fall in love. Fall in love. But right. we know what the dog uh, wants because he's like, she is sexy. <laughs> He's like, constantly, oh my God. Griffin. <laughs> um, yeah, so now we're, I guess it's the same day. This is like another running theme of this movie that it is so difficult to tell how time flows in this universe. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. You just have to look at their hair. If they're gray, then that means they're old people. But you don't know. Everyone, it's like all the clothes seem to be the same. You know, like you don't know if it's, is, is this the same day? Is this the next day? How much time has passed? Um, so we're introduced to our, uh, the main girl and her friends kind of like lying in the park, the main girl. Okay. Now this is funny. I'm, was a hundred percent sure her name was Lisa, but she's credited her. The actress's name is Jaina camp, but on IMDb, her character's name is Jaina. Yeah. I noticed that as well, but they call her Lisa through the, uh, the entire movie. That's yeah, it's probably just mistake. whoever filled it in know. got screwed up. That's pretty much know. what it is. I think it was the dog. Uh, Jaina Camp, who also appeared in Invasion USA as Christmas Daughter and a cult member in an episode of CSI. <laughs> really? Oh, so, what, 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 what a lot. That's like someone who lives in LA that's like, I'm finally going to make it. I'm finally going to star in a movie. Well, then it ends up being Love on a Leash. Well, I have the insider info on what happened to that actress. Oh, no. She fell in love with the with guy the who played the dog. No. The, the man. And they got married and had a kid, and they both left the industry. You're kidding. Well, that's and what Alvin Flynn was said. Their child a dog. <laughs> Is it a puppy? The jury's still out. <laughs> yeah, wow. I don't know yet. So the chemistry was real. No, There's okay. no chemistry. <laughs> like, Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> anyway, so we're introduced to our main, uh, the main actress and her friends. They're lying in the park trying to find men uh the main actress is wearing like this sort of green one-piece bikini and boy this is very important uh when and, it comes to her character and her friend is wearing this this purple bikini and if you notice the color green is very very important to the main character and anytime you other, see the other character uh she's always wearing purple like purple Pink. in her hair uh, no, it's Pink purple. and purple. It, yeah. uh, it's purple clothes. And it just reminded me of Unbreakable. 
You know, like <laughs> Sam Jackson's always wearing purple, and then David Dunn's character is always like green. Well, this is like the neon version of that. I know. Yeah, and we learn a very important character trait here as well, which is the main character Sarah's like, if I don't find a man, I'll die a virgin. <laughs> Lisa, and the not dog's Sarah. like, <laughs> yeah, he's salivating. He's over to the side, going, <laughs> yeah, staring at her like a slasher serial killer. They meet the dog, and um, yeah, the the yeah. friend says, "There's nothing in this park but freaks, geeks, and players." That's one of the great <laughs> examples of this dialogue uh, that is very, very strange and um, almost Lynchian at times. Yeah, this it turns into a Lynchian nightmare near the end, or halfway through i should say there's a lot of like weird angles and stuff in this movie there's as well. so and, many dutch angles like dutch and angles yeah and all like over dark the place. dark shadowy lighting yeah like argento weird. style lighting where yeah. at one point it's like pink light and the room is lit green behind them instead yeah. of just yeah. <laughs> i mean <laughs> most true. of the movie takes place in her apartment where mm-hmm. and i mean i know it's supposed to be like night a lot of the times but it's just lit very Ugly. Yeah. Ugly. 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 Well, so the dog gets into her house. Uh, I mean, he, he, he like lays down in front of her car. She picks him up, he takes him like, back. He, yeah, he dirties himself up and he's like, mm. I know what you girls can't. Uh, they're suckers for the pathetic type or something like that. Mm-hmm. And her car, even her car is green. Yeah, yes. I mean, and when he goes, when he gets to her apartment, he just can't stop riffing on that green room. He's Jesus. like, oh, everything's green. Everything is green. And like her I, phone is painted green. Her soap in the bathroom is green. I have a reason okay. why. Uh, the director said everything is green because uh, in China, green means uh, horniness. <laughs> Horny. And she's horny. Um so that's why everything is green. Oh my god! It has a uh, cultural okay. significance. It just makes her look like a crazy person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. It oh yeah, does not. Yeah, I'm not getting. But you know, even her like soap and like everything in her bathtub is coordinated green. It's just and uh, our hero works well. Actually, uh, I'm talking about Lisa because clearly the hero is the dog, the wisecracking <laughs> yeah. dog. Oh, and if people think that like his mouse is moving or something like that, it's not. No. No. It's just like voiceover as the dog is on screen. Can you imagine if his mouse moved the entire time? Oh my god! <laughs> they, so uh, they put like peanut butter in his What's mouth. What's weird or something? to me is like I think they shot or they recorded the actor doing the dog's voice probably before they shot the whole movie because mm. when they came back later they were like that voiceover doesn't work at all now so i'm guessing maybe the movie like drastically changed from beginning to while they were shooting it to the end mm-hmm. um, so you think it was much more serious like the dog was like i love your green room it accents <laughs> your personality yeah. it could it horniness could be. um can we talk about this uh crappy dress store that she works at oh my god awful like i'm not saying there's anything wrong with discount dress stores but like this place just it reminds me of stores in my hometown that we used to go to where you could get like three for ten dollars or less Mm -hmm. than that and like later she goes to the boss's house and he's like yes i'm a millionaire and i own four of these stores it's like (laughs) these are bargain bin 
dress stores. Yeah. <laughs> and we should point out that like her coworkers are all psychos. Oh my Each god! And every Ooh. one of them. Well, we'll we'll get to that. But you know, this first of all, this dog. Have we introduced the. Uh, okay, actually, let's just stick. Have we introduced the, the dog? We have, Colin. No, no, the dog. Uh, <laughs> the dog is singing before this. Oh. Um, okay, maybe let's just wait till after the the department store scene. But well, is it at the department store scene where like she's being hit on by like multiple men? Yes. Yes. Basically, <laughs> she's like hit on by her coworker, uh, a very like meek man, and then her boss, who's like, "Let me give you a back massage." There's a spider on your back. Ugh. This boss, uh, I couldn't gross. decide who he looked more like. He looked like a mix of like Gary Cole, <laughs> Chris Maloney, and Chris Christopherson. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and he's like, "You need to look good for the customers. I'm the manager, and I insist." He's like, like feeling, hey. yeah, he's like feeling her up at one point, but in the first scene, you know, she's helping a lady that's trying on a dress that's too tight, clearly, and mm-hmm. you know, she says, "I won't sell you this dress." So the manager's called over, uh, you know, and like sort of ushers the lady away, and this lady comes. She up. comes back later. She is the worst actress ever. <laughs> Like, I mean, I'm, she's very over the top, but, like, it's a very annoying performance. <laughs> yeah. Every time she appeared on screen, April would throw up the her hands, knock whatever um, furniture was around, and she was like, ah, screw this movie. Yes, that is basically how I felt watching her on screen. So her or her coworker kind of asks her on a date, but uh, through, through coat hangers. <laughs> he's, like, looking yeah. through coat hangers, and, and he's like... <laughs> Oh, you know, are you doing anything tonight? And I guess it's implied that they go on a date because there's like two shots, super quick shots of him showing up and them sitting down. And I think she's holding a flower. That's the date. Like, That's the date. Are you talking about the like elderly Asian man? Or the, He's or not the, elderly. No, the first one she goes out He's with a lot, is like, lot older than her. Yeah. Is the guy that's like, oh, what do you wear? What's your size? Pick whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, that's like the weird guy with the, yeah. his mother issues. Yeah, and then when oh, she yeah, goes out on the date guy. with him, the guy is like, <laughs> oh, that's later. Uh, that's later though. No, that's the first date that she goes on. No, Isn't she goes it? on the first date with the Asian guy. In <laughs> it this, doesn't matter what order it is. In this very scene that I'm talking about, but. Uh, yeah, I, like I was telling April, I'm writing down all these scenes and I'm trying to pay you know attention to the chronology. It, it does not matter. This mm-hmm. it's like every scene in this movie is just kind of randomly placed. It feels and because no all way. that matters about uh, her Asian coworker is it's revealed that she wants he wants her to marry him because he's gay and he he wants her to have her his child so his family will not suspect anything. And she's very upset by this. Um, yes. So she goes on like a series of bad dates. Like that's one of them. Because it seemed like they were getting along. But she cries like every All scene. All the time. Yeah. Yes. It's like every other scene she's like so uh, very upsetting. left sobbing on the ground. <laughs> but there's like. Uh, and so we were talking about that creepy mother's um, boy. Mama's boy. And, and her date with him is also with his mother who tells her that. She can marry the guy, but she has to have her tubes tied. Oh, that's so insane. It was yeah. because he has a child already from a previous marriage. I can't remember. And they're this... like, well, I don't want you having any more kids with him. You will become this child's mother, but you can't have your own children. This whole scene is so disturbing. And, you know, talk about David Lynch. It's yeah. just like all the furniture that they're sitting on. You know, those like old people furniture. Yes. Very... Ornate couches. 
uh, just like horrible old, like kind of gold ornate wooden carved couches with like, oh, it's just awful. So you were particularly put off by the furniture in this scene, not yeah. the telling her to get her tubes tied. Well, there, there's the addition <laughs> of that and the fact that like the guy, she doesn't even allow the guy to stick around. She's like, I want to talk to your girlfriend. And it's implied that, like I'm saying, time is nebulous in this mm-hmm. whole movie. There's, it's implied that she's been dating the Asian guy for weeks. Well, it's also implied that she's dating all of these people at the same time. That is oh. what her mom tells her to do. Oh, that her mom <laughs> tells her from like the shadow-filled home where she lives. Yeah, so in, she's like, like a creepy sitting in chair. the dark and, uh, and calls yeah. her. It's like, she's like, you should date as many men as you can. <laughs> That's what I do. It's like they're building up some like, you know, MCU villain or something. Well, like, her mom <laughs> is the villain of the film. But they're going to reveal her at the end or something. It's like, oh, it was the puppet master. I mean, all of this is kind of building up that we get like that the sexual politics in this movie are horrible and they're really <laughs> out of whack because she's I don't know how old she's supposed to be 20s and it's like you need to get married yeah, and, yeah or like, you're a piece of shit yeah, you might as well kill and, yourself but it's also like her mom isn't like you know she's her mom wants her to, to, to date as many men as possible as if like if she doesn't she'll be an old maid and where the daughter is just like i agreed that i was going to wait for love which is the mm-hmm. right thing to do you know for her god forbid and everyone the friend there's a weird like um fortune teller lady later who i think might be her grandma they're she's all like, just saying is it her aunt laid. i was very confused yeah that was like some busybody eastern european auntie or something like that. I thought that that she referred to like our main character's mother as her (laughs) daughter. So I was like, wait, is this the grandma? Yeah, who knows? (laughs) But the mother only shows up for like one scene. And funnily enough, the mother is actually the dog trainer of the movie. (laughs) Oh, no. The mother shows up for many scenes because she later shows up as a corpse in a bed that uh, Lisa's talking to. She shows up later in the movie quite a bit. Remember, she flies in? Yeah, but that's the only time you see her, isn't it? Oh, no. She shows up a whole bunch of scenes. Yeah. There's a scene outside. It's called like passed out. Time is nebulous. (laughs) But yeah, like, uh, uh, wait, what were we talking? talking about so we got to jump because her worst encounter with men from the first 20 minutes of the movie is that her manager comes to her house drunk and tries to sexually assault her he just walks in yeah the door is wide open or something too and he just sort of walks in kind of slurring and then it's like oh god what is what is this movie is like 20 minutes in. Yeah. But you know what? Uh, at least the dog is still cracking jokes, right? Oh, yeah, during this whole thing. He's so like, doesn't you the want dog me to call like you a wambulance? Oh, shit. She, she tries to commit suicide. I yeah, forgot. That's right. I forgot. Yeah, this, we're, and we're half we're, an hour into this movie. We're jumping all over the place, but it doesn't really matter. Well, again, like... A, it's one of these movies where it's like a lot happens and yet nothing really happens. Yeah, so it's like the drunk boss rape. <laughs> then the next scene is the Asian guy reveals that he's gay. Yeah, and she cries about that. He leaves and she ends up looking into a mirror in her bathroom and screaming while pulling her hair. Like she is having a mental breakdown. And yeah. then she just like takes all these pills. She ODs. They look like Mentos. Yeah. <laughs> quite large. And she ends up uh, unconscious on her living room floor and the dog, the, the dog to the rescue. Wise cracking dog. Yeah. He's like, I'm the king of the castle. <laughs> oh God. No, he looks comes like in she and he's like, 
oh man, I need her to uh, fall in love with me uh, or then I'll never be human again. I better go get someone. So he doesn't even give a shit that she's dying. He just wants her to help him. Yeah. It, which does go with what the pond said, which is that he was he's a selfish <laughs> what uh, the pond dog. said. Uh, and so he like uh, uh, lays down in the middle of the street and gets someone to, to come in. I mean, great, you know, great dog acting. Yeah, the dog's the best actor in the movie. Well, there's multiple dogs. Yeah, we oh, couldn't just have one. I guess that's a good point. But I did feel like the dogs seemed happy and they weren't like abused. Like, and they they don't ask too much of these dogs for what they're doing, but they can stop where they need to go and. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is uh, the dog is my favorite character. Yeah, they take better direction than the actors, that's for sure. <laughs> you can't give the she couldn't give the dog a line reading. No, say it like this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, she did give the dog a line reading multiple times oh, yeah. through the movie. <laughs> that's not so how you after bark. this point, the dog saves her life. She comes back, and uh, this is when he turns into a human, right? Where she's like, "Yeah, uh, I th- I wrote it down here." Where she's like. From now on, no more men. No more men. I'm going to stay with you. No more men. And then she go. And then the dog goes shabang. It turns into, <laughs> it a, turns into a man. Which is like that's what she's just said. She didn't want. Um, but before that, like she names the dog Prince and decides the dog is going to be her dog. She adopts it. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. He was like a prince. Like how long ago was he cursed and by whom? I think you're making up a little extra story there about him being an evil prince. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> could have been in, in the. the Oh, he's clearly evil. All is like mean-spirited wisecracks to no one. Yeah, I, I need these things to make sense, April. Oh, speaking of sense, though, then we get a really uncomfortable sex scene. Oh, God. Yeah, we get, as soon as he's uh, a human, they, they have sex. And, and it it's, is it's really uncomfortable. Um, but it's supposed to be like her like in ecstasy because she's finally losing, losing her virginity. Her virginity. Um, it's just creepy. To a dog, man. <laughs> and she, But she's like, this is my dream. I'm just so happy. Oh, uh, no, no. And then uh, they have sex. and They then, have sex and she wakes and then, up. And then it falls <laughs> apart instantly. Yeah, she wakes up. The very next cut is like her waking up next to a dog. And yeah, and so, she cries and freaks out, I think, again. Yeah, uh, it's sort of revealed that, yes, okay, so during the nighttime, he'll be human. Anytime it's day, he's a dog. Um, nighttime and, or if, the, if, if it's the, cloudy. the clouds are blocking the sun, which, which is, never really works into anything. Well, no. it never rains Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does, sorry. It right. never yeah. rains in L.A. <laughs> so he wakes up as a dog and then immediately runs to the pond to complain because he's Uh like hey what the hell like i thought we were you know we were going to have sex and i was going to be a man for forever and she's like no you're just using this girl uh for sex it has to be true love blah 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 it seems like the girl's in love with him though so well she is yeah but the dog is and that's what you're saying (laughs) she's a nut job she turns into a complete crazy person i'm just reading my notes and it's like i don't even remember what scene is which i just wrote ah my ass the dog said that because he sat down and i guess it it was implying that the asphalt was hot yeah oh we skipped the scene that like the punchline is the dog going i broke your glasses and we've never seen any glasses. <laughs> we had into yeah. the dog do it. I, I don't remember. That's a line that he's in the interview. He said was in the script, and he said oh, it wow. a certain okay. way. And the director was like, "No, say it this way. I broke your glasses." Okay. So there's a lot of like plot that happens here. Well, we've <laughs> like, we've almost we've skipped over the most important part uh, of the plot is when the uh, 
you know, the dog was at the swap meet. There's a scene earlier where the dog gets a talent agent. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, a talent right. agent wants him. He sees him and he's like, I, wait, I'm get very unclear what the dog does. He okay. just pulls a shirt out of like a <laughs> she, pile of other shirts and everybody applauds. She's, she's at a swap meet. And uh, yeah. I, I don't know if it's, I've never been to a swap meet. It's not a swap meet, Colin. This is the same store, the store she works, she works in. At. It's a bargain bin situation. <laughs> this where, isn't yeah, a bin. They, they bring in a bunch of clothes and just dump them on the floor. This is a pile of clothes that are on the floor and people are rooting through them like animals. I don't know what this <laughs> Colin, is. Colin, <laughs> it is a real thing that happens. Is it really? Yeah. It's when they have a bunch of extra stock, but it's not free, but it's like severely discounted. So they just toss it on the floor and they're like, yeah, yeah. Find it, you animals. In, in these kind of like, bargain bin places it is sometimes on the floor like that and so the dog uh first of all the security guard kicks the dog and yeah i mean he's messing up his you don't actually see it like there's no you hear it no harmful any harm that it happens to the dog character is like off screen so don't (laughs) they didn't really hurt the dog it's beaten multiple times off screen you need to remember this what happens at the end of the movie oh god so like the dog finds a matching top for her and I guess people are and impressed, so they applaud. Everyone <laughs> applauds. And this this talent agent spots the dog and is really, really impressed and chases the dog out and is begging her, like, please let me use your dog. And she and really, really doesn't want him to. So he gives, he gives the dog his, his business card. <laughs> yeah. And then later the dog finds it. So he kept it as a dog. Um, Where do you keep it? I don't know. <laughs> In his mouth. I'll, don't call me, I'll call you. So yeah, so this plot point doesn't really matter because then the dog gets a job. The dog gets a job. Well, job. Okay, the thing is that... I, I mean, he doesn't get a blog, at least. Dog with a blog. Yeah, the, he, after he talks to the pond, he realizes, I think that the way that I can be a better husband... Um, even though they're not officially married, um, is to pro- I have to provide for her. So the only job that he realizes he can get <laughs> during the day is to be in commercials, and he knows that this talent agent likes him, so he finds him. And it just so ha- it just so happens the talent- that the talent agent is looking for uh, an animal <laughs> the, for a commercial. The, the talent agent walks into the uh, into the office. And the dog is just sitting at the desk. <laughs> yeah. Someone let him in, I guess. And, and the talent agent is like, "Can you get?" The phone and it cuts to the dog with like a phone taped to their mouth. Yeah, but it's like get so the red cute. phone. But they're uh, the, the dog's holding the phone in its mouth, but it's clearly got like a, a bone. It's on a it. bone that's like glued to the back of it that the dog's actually holding. But then he picks up the indigo phone and he's like, "Who the hell calls it indigo?" Here's the thing: <laughs> dogs are actually colorblind, so they couldn't even pick out any of the stuff. True. But the thing is, the town agent's boss is the woman that we saw dressing or trying to get into the tight dress earlier it's in the movie. It's a small world, Colin. A small but you're, world. But you're, it, it's insinuating that this is going to play an important role somehow in the oh, movie. No. Oh, no. no. You never see her nope. again. That's just a coincidence. You don't even see the dog filming the commercial. You see oh, the well, commercial. you see the commercial? He shows, he's fighting ninjas. Because, yeah, because the dog goes... Uh, um, where, where I have a line here. Oh, it's time for you to know I fight crime with ninjas. But then, yeah. So she is like very upset that uh, 
Well, first of all, like he has like money to buy her dress as a human, and she insinuates that he stole it because she's like, "You can't work," and he's like, "I can." I she he like tries to explain that he got an agent, and she's furious, which makes no sense. She even like tries to tear up the dress or something. Yeah, else. but anyway, so like in the subsequent scene, the commercial comes on, and he shows her the commercial, <laughs> which is very cute. What was it called? Ninja dog food or something? No, it's China Girl because they're playing actual David Bowie China Girl again. This thing I said with the music not being cleared and for some reason there's what? a david bowie song in this yeah but in the commercials the only time there's any music in the movie yes but how did yeah. it get past the amazon i don't know and what was it like china girl baby food or something no it was like ninja <laughs> dog food or something no it was china girl it was called china girl it was dog called food? china girl that's why oh. they were playing china girl by david bowie oh, okay uh well, he mentions throwing stars, I think, at some point. Yeah, because he's, he's like, fighting oh, ninjas. Her. Okay, so something that came up in the interview with Alvin Flang about the scene, which, <laughs> which I didn't even think about, which is the dog comes in with with a box of money. So the dog <laughs> went to shoot the commercial, and they paid the they paid, they paid the, the, dog, the dog in cash, and the dog <laughs> left the set with money. <laughs> That's really funny. I know. I'm which, trying to imagine is, this in my what's mind. What's even better about that is that like the lack of identification becomes a big plot point later in the movie. Yeah. So, so they hired this dog without an owner. They're just like you're fan- <laughs> like they were talking to the dog. And the, like, they can't under they can't hear the dog talking. No. They actually the dog shows up after the commercial with an injury. So they injured this dog with like I don't know a well, they're pretty samurai loo- they're pretty sword loose or a throwing about star. The rules. Uh, <laughs> He's not union. They don't have to pay him. Wait. So wait, what happens here? Because I wrote a note that the dog goes and sees the pond. And then he says, I'll feel love in bed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's around this time where he's just like not taking it seriously, I guess. Oh, God. I don't want to think about a dog having sex. Well, we have another big dramatic uh, encounter because... Like the um, the best friend? Yes. Yeah, the best friend discovers uh, a human male in her friend's apartment, and she is so angry. She's like, I thought you were a virgin! You lied to me! I was trying to make sense of this. I don't know. It's a completely unwarranted overreaction. I mean, I understand if you're upset that uh, uh, you have a boyfriend and you didn't tell me, but... Like, first of all, she's been telling her to sleep with men. And then, like, again, I don't know how long it's been since they've seen each other. She just again, assumes again. that this is her boyfriend and not some random hookup, which she should be happy that she sees it. Makes, it it like, makes no sense. It really doesn't make any sense. Unless she's, like, the best friend is, like, a sorceress and she was going to use her in some, you know, she needed a virgin. <laughs> yeah, like a virgin sacrifice. <laughs> sacrifice. You told me you were a virgin. I mean, I guess maybe it's just like she'd been lying to her for weeks about not having a boyfriend, and clearly you have. But she gets very upset that she about the whole virginity thing. It's so weird. It's very specific about that. So you know, you, she's going to have to find somebody else to to summon the dark it would, lord. It would only make sense if the if our main character Lisa was like being mean to the friends saying I believe in virginity and you're a disgusting slut yeah. like which is not the case at all because you've seen no interaction between these two other than like I think did that park scene and then maybe <laughs> one other scene yeah. I, I don't really yeah there's one other scene where her friend intonates that she wants to fuck the dog where she's like <laughs> look at his big oh, eyes he's so sexy oh god I mean we're we're edging pretty close to bestiality in this movie I think we've passed it I mean not really but like well. Um, do you wait? Do you think Lisa ever had sex with the dog when he was a dog? No, 
I don't want to think about that. No. I don't want to think about that. I'm going to say no. I mean, at one point, she puts a leash on the human oh, form that's of the man. Right. That's them just having fun. See, see, they're edging pretty close to weird uh, They probably territory. went there, let's be honest. <laughs> Because, um, like, they take, like, wedding photos. Who's being naive now? And she's like, I'll just, like, put my uh, thing around your neck like you're a dog. Like, the ha-ha-ha. They're joking about it. Like, They're doing kinky, like, sex play. Also, I don't mm. like the guy that plays Prince. He's very bland. I mean, he's kind of like Beefcake. He's cute, but he doesn't. Yeah, he's, not he's like, very hurry, we got to finish a shoot. I got a David Dakota movie I got to get to. <laughs> well, I think that it's very obvious why he was hired. Yeah. And he is shirtless most of this movie mm-hmm. and i mean it does make sense because he turns into a dog and back and i'm glad they're not doing the whole like oh i just cr- clothes just appeared on me it had that realism <laughs> so uh, then we meet the real villain of the movie uh lisa's mom oh, lisa's in. mom and the aunt slash grandma because she's yeah. bad too she's oh, like they're they're trying to like rip apart her life and- she's like you need to like she wants Lisa to marry so badly. Did you notice the Lynchian touch when they're all in the restaurant? Yes. There's an overhead yeah. shot of them eating all at the same time. Yes. They're, 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 all their forks go up at the same time. It's really creepy. The thing is, is like they, first they seem happy that she has met this man, but then they're like, something weird is going on and I will get to the bottom of it. And no matter what. And then they, they first of all, he, he seems like the perfect guy, but they seem intent on destroying their relationship well they're obsessed with his bank account and how much money he makes well see this is where you get the idea that the reason that that everyone wants her to get married at least her mom is because it's the whole security thing Mm -hmm. you couldn't possibly support yourself you need a man to make money it's very much the room Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know the the mom in the room and the and the mom is like she's like what you have a boyfriend that's great. You must marry him tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm leaving tomorrow, so you better get married. Let's go to the courthouse in the morning. And she's like, uh, he has to work in the morning because he's again dog, dog during the day. Again, with the mom like doing this, the mom is in leagues with the best friend. Some There's some witch thing going on here. You know, you must yeah, marry him. need a virgin or something virgin. like that. Like, <laughs> you must na- marry him before dawn. suck your youth. <laughs> I was telling April that it reminded me of, uh, remember Lady Hawk, the movie with Michelle Pfeiffer and yes. Rucker Hauer? Where, I haven't seen it, but it sounds very cute. Yeah, you know, where, where you know, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer is a hawk during the day, but a woman at night. And then Rucker Hauer is like a wolf at night, but uh, a man during the day. This reminds me of that. It's a, it's Except a cute shit. idea. <laughs> <laughs> and like the dog wants to get married he doesn't have a problem with that and they're sitting in the car and he's like hey can't we just go get a marriage license during the night and elisa's like you don't have any id they won't (laughs) give it to you she's like this is never gonna work now is this and he's like it's not my fault they won't give a dog a marriage license (laughs) yeah and like is there is this is before she tries to have a baby isn't it oh god yeah we forgot that scene yeah but is this before that i I I think it's i think it's after because it's like weird because it's like he wants to get married but she's like you can't and then later she's like let's have a baby and he's like no it might end up being like me there's this weird like 
forced tension for where they will be upset about things that are yeah. not in character but who well, even I, knows what they're one it's conflict are. at one point April. he like <laughs> runs off and he's like i'm a dog i'm a dog i'm a dog or no he goes i'm so depressed right now i need to get some kung pao chicken oh, God. some kung pao <laughs> and i'm like is this a joke no, well obviously well, yeah I, I, think, I was yeah. laughing hey i think my last bit of insider information from that interview with the dog guy um, when <laughs> he's when man. he's singing those fake songs, the director told him that there would be music underneath. <laughs> so that's why it's in there because because they think he was they're like he was just like oh it's yeah just make up a song and then I'm gonna have the composer create music underneath it. So she probably also said it. he'd be paid. <laughs> uh, Directors no. say a lot of things, April. <sighs> so like one of the big twists is that the auntie comes uh, over to the house and gets Lisa out of the house and she's left with prince in human form well, she, you know, yeah. and the auntie is like who who are you get out of my she, she um, wants to get to the bottom she suspects something and she's she's yeah. asking him for bank account uh slips yeah to, like where's like, where your bank book do you guys even remember what a bank book is i don't think anyone has used you know where you balance your checkbook yeah i know I, you're, <laughs> at least you're looking at me like i don't remember what a bank book is well, I, I don't know. I only used one once. I was banking before ATMs were a thing, April. Okay. <laughs> I remember shit. going to the bank with my mom. Yeah, back when they were terrified that, like, you know, the robber barons were coming around, <laughs> robbing them banks. I remember she took me to the bank and was showing me this new ATM, and it was gigantic. It was like, I don't know. Some... <laughs> like Hal from 2001. Uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> or it, was, the it was enormous, and it I had mean, this, it looked like a Cylon or something. There it may had this... have not been ATMs when I was a little kid. There were definitely ATMs when we were kids, April. And I remember uh, everybody was so terrified. And she was like, show me how to use it. And it didn't have a screen. It had this like little kind of, you know, like in Star Trek and uh, Spock looks through that little kind of like uh, viewfinder thing. It looked like that. So nobody could see what you were typing. And everybody was terrified that they were going to, oh, it's going to take over banks. There's going to be no bank tellers anymore. Well, didn't happen. But now all the clerks are being uh, replaced by computers. Yeah, I mean, they still have regular banks now. (laughs) Oh, no, calls a computer now. He's been Superman 4, 3? It was 3. Into a computer. 3, yeah. Really disturbing scene. So we're not even, like, to the, like, main (laughs) final conflict because... There's so many conflicts. Yeah, because it's suddenly introduced that, like, Lisa's very worried about getting a promotion at her job. Yeah, the boss's house where Lisa's like, Prince, you need to be there in human form for some reason. Well, and she's got to impress the boss because she's about to get a promotion. And it just happens yeah. to be a cloudy, rainy day. But the dog, sorry, Prince, he doesn't want to go. He's just like, it's a bad idea. But she convinces him that it's a good idea, even though disaster could happen. <laughs> you know, this is anytime, And it does. <laughs> anytime there's an important dinner scene with the boss, do bosses still do that? Oh, God, no. No. You know, oh, I, I got the boss coming no over way. for dinner, honey. Yeah, because the bosses are like, I don't know who you are. You're going to be fired in um, four <laughs> weeks anyway. I'll replace you with somebody else. Did the, you get my text uh, saying you're fired? Assistant manager of my dress barn um, to come over <laughs> and impress me with her boyfriend for dinner before I give her a promotion. And this is the weirdest thing because earlier on, her manager like attempts to rape her and then drunkenly stumbles out of her apartment and says, you're fired. So I, yep. I, and then she's still working at the same place. I, I don't know. I'm assuming that guy got fired. I this guess. is not the boss that has her over for dinner. Yeah. This is like the regional manager. This is the big boss. <laughs> yeah. he, he owns the chain. So he's saying he's going to 
I don't know, let her manage one of the chains or something like that? Or? Yeah, but also, we never see inside this house, do we? It's We're just in the backyard. Just, yeah, just the outside. Um, that's where they had permission and, to I go. mean, the backyard's where the sun comes out, where Prince, in the middle of talking to, <laughs> I don't know, one of the boss's kids, turns into a dog. <laughs> and that kid... I mean, he he catches on to what's going on right away. He's like, Prince turned into a dog. <laughs> and <sighs> this freaks out the, the lead character and she falls into the pool. I think somehow. she just jumps into the pool. Yeah, it's like, yeah, she, there's no reason. And, and Prince, it, Pr- Prince is tired of this at this point. Yeah. He does not want to save her. He has a line, all right, grab on, you pizza face cinder block. <laughs> yeah, that is the the quintessential line of the movie. Yeah, because she can't swim. So for whatever reason, she jumped into the pool. I don't know. And then... Well, she wanted to kill herself. And then it cuts... She constantly wants to do yeah, that in this it, movie. Well, it cuts to the very next scene, and it is lit like a horror movie, and she is on the living room floor sobbing uncontrollably she sobs like every other scene it's It's like these like dark shadows you know being cast onto her i think it's here that like at one point she's talking to her mom and her mom is in like a bed and it looks like her mom is dead well, we, and she's they say like, that she I never like, want you to see Prince again. Please, Lisa, swear to God. She has asthma or something. That might have been a puffer. That might have been earlier because I think this is the scene uh, where Prince decides he's going to leave her. He's causing her too much mm-hmm. grief, so he I want to be a dog. I want to be a dog time. again. Uh, you know, he leaves her sobbing on the living room floor. Yeah, a Prince sings a song he's, as he's, he's running away. Happily running away, singing. He doesn't care about her. Uh, and then we cut to years later. I didn't no, not yet. What? No, you the old. dog has no, to No, you miss some very important stuff because Prince realizes that he does love her yeah. and like, he runs back to see her. Yeah. And he gets hit by a car. Oh my God. Did you forget? And dies. That's and he's like, I love you. <laughs> and he's like covered in blood. Oh, I don't remember no. what exactly was the catalyst for him realizing that i think it like the pawn was like <laughs> don't you have feelings for her? and he like switches right away yeah um so they uh shoot a little scene where they pretend that the dog got hit over by a car run over and they put some fake blood on they put it put some spaghetti sauce but on the, the dog, dog is okay but it's really sad because you know he dies and lisa is very very upset about this and she is now under the impression that because he was kind of a magic dog, mm-hmm. that he's going to be, he's going to return to like her reincarnated someday, somehow. Or we don't really know. So, okay, yeah. Not only that, <laughs> but seemingly according to the film, 30 to 50 years pass of her waiting in the same apartment. Again, I have no idea how I, much I think, time has passed. I think judging by the age of her friend's kids, it's been at her least Her grandchildren. 10. Those were her grandchildren? She says grandchildren. No. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Then why doesn't the she friend... She says grandchildren. Well, actually, the friend does kind of have gray hair. I think they did give her a little bit Barely. of gray hair. Barely. Yeah. How many years? She says grandchildren. Because oh. I was oh like, what? Yeah, she shows up with four kids, but she says, I was looking for an apartment... Yes, uh, I haven't seen you in years. First of all, she would remember that her friend lived there. Yes. She's just like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I, you're still here? I forgot. I went to this place. I guess maybe she And she's like, have you been waiting, Prince, for all this time? Yeah, this I is this is where you, you stage like an intervention for your friend. Okay. Well, the 30. Well, I think the assumption is after they had that fight about her not being a virgin again, they never saw each other. Oh, God. Yeah, I think that's the case. Yeah. They had like a friendship ending fight. Um, so she shows up and she's like, they have a little heart to heart. They hug and she, Lisa explains how she's been waiting this whole time. She said an ad running for apartment for rent to remind 
Prince? Prince, who was never looking for an apartment. (laughs) That makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. Um, And then what's the weird thing? Wait, there's an important line where she says, uh, Prince would be my age, wouldn't he, when he died? And she's like, no, he'd be the day that he died and was reborn. (laughs) I was so confused. Wait, so what does Lisa think? She thinks that Prince is still out there, but he died. But he would be her age. Or he's a, he becomes a human after the, his dog form okay. dies. I don't well, know. Well, big reveal, everybody. Because guess what? Prince comes back and seems to insinuate that he has been living another life without her. Yeah. No, he says he was. Because he's like, I'm a doctor. No, no, he was like a dog that. trainer. Oh. Yeah, and he's like, so naturally, I'm very successful. And he has, yeah. he has like a shaggy wig. And then she's wig. like, she's like, oh, Prince, what has been happening? And then he goes, it's better that you don't know, as if he has like another family, or he's like murdered some people. I thought he was saying like, it's better that you don't know. Like I was in hell or something. I, I, I don't. Oh God, <laughs> he was in hell. I want to see that yeah. movie. He came back as Spawn. I want to see that movie. Yeah, <laughs> he's like this dog just fighting skeletons so in hell. Like, been waiting for for so long, and then. He turns around and then he becomes old like her. And she should have been like, "What the fuck? Yeah, this, like, I don't made want the old young. version of you." This is so, uh, <laughs> just so disturbing and confusing. And when he shows up in her apartment, he's wearing some crazy fake-looking wig that's all kind of spiky. Yeah. And Maybe weird the looking. actor got a haircut. Well, it's like it's dark hair. It's like dark brown or something. Yeah, it's like why would you put a wig on him if you got a haircut? I, I, he just yeah, it just hair. yeah, he's supposed to be a different person anyway. I, I guess I don't know. Who cares? The ending is so baffling, and then it ends on them like twirling young again, right? Getting married? No, no, they're, they're old. old? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember. <laughs> yeah, I really couldn't remember. And yeah, watched and this. There's kind of like twelve hours ago making out. You know, they're all like in wedding attire. Yeah, no friends. No, no. <laughs> it should have ended with him going. Because that, uh, when night tur- uh, arrives, I turn into a dog. <laughs> I think he'd prefer that if he could be a human. Do you think it. he? Do you think he was like, see, now we don't have to worry about having kids because I had them with my other family, and also you, you definitely can't have kids, you old maid. Now, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, and and then over the credits, they show like bloopers that are one hundred percent not bloopers, quote unquote bloopers. They're behind the scenes shots that are not amusing, and there's like three of them. It's like the scene where the dog jumps in the pool and the scene where the dog is like covered in blood. And I think that's it, right? This is uh, the dog trainer yelling at the dog to jump into the pool. And I, that's the mother actress. Well, I Get into the pool. That's great that they could reuse an, an actor to p- do both things. Sure. Um, and that's the movie. That's, that's Love on a Leash. Oh, my God. Okay, so I have a question <laughs> for you guys. Wait, we didn't pick our favorite things. I think that April said her favorite was the dog. I said the dog in general, but I mean, not like, I mean, I meant like the dog actor, like the actual dog. Okay, the dog actor. Colin, what's your favorite thing? I'm going to, I'm going to do something a little different this week. There's, there's not, there isn't one thing in the movie that I think is good. I think we can all agree that really nothing, nothing Uh, works, but. I don't know about that. I can definitely pick something good in this movie. Lots of things. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say that you know the reason that we were, we were supposed to pick these positive things and our favorite things was because to sort of show that even a movie that's very bad where not a lot of things works still still is worthwhile. It has sort of mm-hmm. meaning, and I think just this movie, it, just it existing, I think is a is a very <laughs> is a very positive thing. The fact that is it, it exists is your favorite thing. It, it, yeah, and I, I think mm-hmm. you know it's very rare that you see a movie where 
just nothing works on a technical <laughs> level or as a, mm-hmm. a storytelling te- level. But these movies are very, very useful to people. You know, when you, you kind of study film, uh, they're great uh, to watch, like The Room, where, where almost nothing works. And uh, you just need to see why things need to be done a certain way. Yes, and uh, it was the director's vision. Mm. She had a very clear vision. Yeah. And, and what, we don't get a lot of female directors on this show. Which is fine, and, you know, it's just one of those movies where you're, you're just mystified, and, and you you want to... Yeah. It, it tells more about the director than, than anything. So I think... I, I just love these sort of, like, little oddities where you're like, where did these... Where did this come from? Oh, Sailor clearly well, likes the movie. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> After all that, my favorite thing is when the dog goes, oh, my ass! <laughs> so that's my favorite thing. But, Justin, can you imagine how bad this movie would be if we didn't have the rise, wise-cracking voiceover? Oh, it would be... A, uh, I mean, would what would the movie be? Nightmare. I don't think we'd be talking about it if it didn't have a wise-cracking voiceover. It would, it would be more of a nightmare uh, than it actually yeah. is right now. Um, like if the dog didn't talk... Can yeah. you imagine there's like a no dog version, like no joke version of the yeah. movie? So it's just like five it's minutes. It's just Lisa like weeping and crying just the entire five time. five minutes of a dog in silence running around a, a duck pond. Someone needs to make that version of the movie. Just go in. And there's no music, so it's not like you're cutting yeah, around just anything just silence. remove the dog. Silence. The no music thing, though, it really made me feel like I was watching a movie that wasn't finished. And that's a yeah, problem. Yeah, it's like a rough cut. <laughs> Um, so for all of these reasons, I do have a hard time recommending this movie. Oh man, it's an easy recommendation for me. No problem. I had a hard time with this movie, Mm -hmm. but I am not upset. I watched it. Mm -hmm. I did feel like I would have had more fun watching the Tyler Perry movie, but, um, it's just like such a bizarre oddity. It but is, like yeah. the Tyler Perry films, have you seen any of them? They're very technically uh, incompetent as well. <laughs> Great. No, I've only seen the one that I wanted to do. <laughs> just that one. Oh, okay. Um, well, it might be coming soon. Who knows? But uh, yeah. So as we mentioned, this is on Amazon Prime if you're in the States. And Tubi. If you're in Canada, it's on Tubi. Mm-hmm. It's on Tubi in the States as well. If you want the version with music, I looked and you could order it from the production company's website for $200. No. Are you kidding? Yes. Because they, uh, it was originally eight fifty, but they don't sell uh, for public use anymore, like single use. You can only buy like for libraries and stuff oh, like that. So it's 200 bucks. Do not pay that. Although I am curious to see the version <laughs> with music. Really am. Um, I'm sure it's much better. Uh, uh, yeah. I disagree. So if you feel like you want oh, yeah, to see the movie that everyone is talking about, check it out. <laughs> Um, yeah, everyone was talking about like three years ago. We're we're late. On see the, the movie on the that everybody's barking about. It's true. I, I, I think it was it was three three years ago, probably. That, probably, um, yeah. The, the the Ralph of a video came out. Yeah, Letterbox has rest a ton, in peace, Ralph. Wherever has you are, a ton of of reviews of this mostly positive. Yeah, or saying like, oh, it's the worst movie ever seen, but you have to watch it. Like. Mm-hmm. It's another one of these things also that would probably be a lot more fun with a group of friends, but yeah. you can't have friends anymore watch movies. Um, <laughs> well, you can still have friends. You just can't see them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that's Love on a Leash. Woof. <laughs> 
<laughs> Woof. Yeah. If you want to email the podcast, we're at no such thing is a bad movie at gmail.com and we're on Twitter at no such thing pod and we're on patreon.com slash no such thing is a bad movie if you want to become a page patron. If you subscribe on the five dollar level, you can get a little bonus episode every two weeks. Um that comes out on the off week. And uh, if you're on the $2 level or above, you can be submitted into the lottery to pick an episode, which I think is coming up soon in the... Uh, yeah, my favorite no, part of the podcast. Always worked out well I think it's us. coming up in the next two weeks. I think I think we've got two more movies to go, <laughs> but uh, it's okay. coming up soon. And uh, thank you for everyone who subscribed recently, and we uh, released a little special Q&A on Patreon uh, for our patrons, so subscribe if you want to listen to that. And I am on... Uh, Instagram, YouTube, uh, uh, Twitter, uh, just at April Mansky. You can follow me on Twitter, DeClue J, uh, Letterbox, Justin DeClue, D-C-L-O-U-X, and Letter J. You can listen to me on the Important Cinema Club podcast, which I do every week. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter. I'm Sergeant Zima, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. And that's it. Um, that's it for this week. It was a tough one, but we got through it together with the love of um, a leash. Yeah. Leashes. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we love leashes. Check out uh, Ralph the Movie Maker's video on it. It's really oh, funny. Yeah. Uh, and if you want all, all the behind the scenes uh, uh, dirt, watch his interview with the uh, voice actor. Who uh, yeah, and that'll come up if you just search YouTube, love, love on a leash. Um, interview with Alvin Flang, I think it says, <laughs> which is not his real name, but it's beside the point. Anyway, that's it for this week. I'm April Edmansky. I'm Justin the Clue. And I'm Colin Cunningham. And remember, AKA Alvin the Flang. <laughs> and remember, oh, no. there's no such thing as a bad movie.